welcome back to Sam Antics Podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He has just become a godfather. And I've not. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. I was hoping for a more Formula One uh, intro, but here we go. No, because I figured we'd be talking about that in the whole how we've been this week, because we're both horny with excitement, Matt Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> please, please never, ever say that ever again. That was horrific. Oh, my God. Anyway, you're completely now, isn't it? Yeah, you. I mean, like, I've got nothing. Um, we are on what episode? Are we on twenty nine. We're on episode twenty nine. I think it is twenty nine. Yeah, that's nearly thirty. That's some good maths. <laughs> Quick maths as well. Nice. Ah, uh, but as always, we like to thank our audience for keeping us going. Hmm. Yeah, and our audience <laughs> is... <laughs> oh. I'm, just get, I'm just getting right into what I was going to say. I was Can agreeing we, with you. I, I think we should just say, Sakura, that we are, we are both giddy with excitement. Today. We actually are. <laughs> we, we really re- are. So to put a timestamp on it, we, normally we record on Thursday, but unfortunately Matt and I was not feeling very well on Thursday. So we're now recording Saturday afternoon. Um, yep. And qualifying for the Bahrain Grand Prix is... An hour and fifteen minutes away. Yeah, we are very excited. Honestly, like we, we've both got huge smiles on our faces. Like we, the sun is shining outside here as well, and I'm like, I'm in a good mood because I've got the Bahrain Grand Prix to look forward to this weekend. Um, it's going what to was I going to say? Oh, this is what I was going to say about uh, our fans. Yeah, we we want to thank all of you, um, not just the people that we know and get in contact every week. Um, within the uk but also the listeners as far as america and um and the other side of the world we we do appreciate each and every one of you listening to us and yes. we'd love you to connect with us so give us a follow on our on our instagram it's quite bizarre that we actually have people in america listening to us isn't it i know but the, the, the other thing is it's not just in like one state either we've got like six states i think um, in America, and I'm like, uh, mine's just blown all the time. I don't, even, I don't even know anyone in America, so no, it's 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 honestly fantastic. And like I say, we'd love for you guys to connect with us. So give us a follow on our Instagram, which is Matt Dyer uh, at Sarah Antics. Hey. Anyway, so enough about the audience. Mm-hmm. How have you been this week? I this. Week's been up and down. Um, I've had days where I've been sort of feeling ill again, um, and other days where I've been doing okay. Um, I've, I was supposed to be going to Bristol this weekend, um, but unfortunately, I've had to cancel that. Um, so I'm going to be watching qualifying tonight, and then doing a whiskey tasting with my brother, who I was going to be seeing in Bristol. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait, my dear. Just don't watch so, the Formula One after you've had the whiskey because you won't have a clue what's going on. <laughs> yes, well, seeing as it's, the Formula One's an hour away and we're recording an hour before the Grand Prix qualifying. Yes. Exactly. But Matt Dyer, how have you been yes. this week? It's been, like you, a very up and down week. Um, turbulent. So as, at turbulent. <laughs> 
good word. Uh, as Sam alluded to in the Ooh, intro, there, alluded. Ooh. Good word, big word for me. Um, I have That's a big become... word for Elmo. Hell. <laughs> 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 I have become a godfather. Hey! Yes. Special guest Glenn's child. Um, the Bean. We, the Bean. Uh, weirdly enough, they selected me as one of the godparents. So I will always be forever grateful. I bought the, the Bean a delightful gift, Sagoba. Oh, yeah? What was that? I bought a silver plated personalized Noah's Ark money box. Oh, nice. Uh, and within that, I will be giving the said Ben £2 a week pocket money. Because, let's face it, times are going to be tough. In about 10 years' time, no one's going to be even able to afford to go and buy a pencil, let alone anything else. So this is true. I thought, you know, get in there and uh, help out where I can. And that's what I've done. Although, I will just say this. Um, I think it's an absolutely amazing idea what you've done. And I think that it's really touching that you're going to be giving her pocket money each each week and stuff. And I think that's, that's going to be really great. I feel like there's a however. No, there's no however. I, oh, okay. I, 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 I was just being genuinely <laughs> okay. nice about that. I know it's not normal for me to be nice, but I am genuinely being nice. It's very thoughtful. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was last Sunday, and uh, since then I've been to work and nearly killed many people. Yes. Um, like I said, Thursday it wasn't particularly great, um, and yeah, that's about it. Yes. Really, nothing else is happening hmm. except Formula One, which we're very except excited Formula about. One. Oh yeah. Oh, I've also I've got some good news this morning, Matt. I forgot to tell you. Go on. You're a father. Um, that would be not that would not be good news, but I'm single, so that would be a bastard <laughs> child, wouldn't it? Um, no, I got an email from the council. The council. The council. What they um, what they want? They're reducing my council tax bill, and they're giving me one hundred and fifty pounds rebate to help with the rising energy crisis. Wow, that's However, actually very helpful. Oh. There is, however, on this one, because I am okay. an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could say that the £150 rebate they're giving me um, is a bit like taking a bottle full of water out of the sea, uh, because my <laughs> energy's increased by £70 a month. Um, and for those of you that are following along... No, so I didn't realise you were recording for Silverstone today. I'm actually at Bahrain. I'm actually in Bahrain. Oh, right now. You're actually in Bahrain, <laughs> are you? Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's like taking a bottle of water out of the ocean because seventy pounds, and they give me one hundred fifty. That's going to last what two months to help out, and then a tenner for what? The box of tissues for crying, watching the money come out of my account. I mean, but I'm grateful nonetheless. <laughs> ah, rising cost of living. Don't you love it? And now we're going to pass over to the angriest person I know, Matt Dyer. However, he's not 
just going to be giving us an Angry Man reviews. He's going to be having a masturbate. She's old, would you? I never thought I'd introduce a second <laughs> one of my friends and announce he's having a mass <laughs> And to everyone listening, that's mass debate, as in we're about two to words. have a debate. Yeah, two, two words. words. Not one. Not the one that you're all thinking of, you dirty perverts. Um, <laughs> you filthy perverts. You... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, are we all good? Yep, let's proceed with the Angry Man reviews. Okay, well, we'll get the Angry Man reviews out of the way first, shall we, before the uh, big finish. Um... (laughs) 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 Come on, Matt, stop putting my leg. Let's carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Angry Man reviews. Um... I've got three Angry Man reviews this week. Let's be honest, they're clutching at straws a bit. They're a bit shit. Because I've actually been spending all week typing up my big masturbate that we will be uh, discussing very shortly. Um, but the first Angry Man review this week, Sigora, is, um, is websites, particularly news websites, that force okay. you to do a quick survey in order to read the rest of the article. One of the uh, examples here I've got is a website that rhymes with um, minimal buy. Do you know the website I'm thinking of? Yes, I do actually. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was reading something the other day on it. I don't even know why. I think I just typed something into Google and it was like the first option that came up. So I thought, I'll read that. Yeah. And And it gave me three sentences and then asked me to to do a survey i'm like excuse yeah. me just want to read something i don't want to do a fucking survey yeah um, no, that's annoying it was the same with um a newspaper company that rhymes with uh m- m- mimes uh <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking of? Absolutely not this. Oh, yes, I do. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, I've gone there now. Um, I was reading, uh, I wanted to read an article on Toto Wolf, who, uh, for people that don't know, he's the, um, (laughs) why are you laughing? What are you laughing about, Toto (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) that again? No, Michael, no, it's not there. Don't take the piss out of Toto Wolf. He is a he was, legend. He was in the right. He was in the right in that situation. But right. we digress. So, for people that don't know, Toto Wolf is the uh, the chair chairman, CEO, um, uh, and and team CEO, principal of the Mercedes AMG Patronus Formula One team. Um, and he had a an article um, written about him in said newspaper 
about his struggles with mental health. And I thought, oh, this would be very interesting to read. It gave me two sentences and then said, you need to pay to read the rest of the article. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's another one um, that does that. It's Does it yeah, rhyme with uh, La Mendement? Schmindeschmendent, yes. Yes. So <laughs> it's, it's really annoying, but it's also, it's not as annoying as one that rhymes with Etro. It's because um, <laughs> they have the advertisements that play, but as you scroll through the article, the advertisements play, but you can't see which fucking thing it is. So there's like three videos in the whole like art, in article, and you don't know which one's playing, but all you can hear as you're reading this is like, some someone advertising herbal essences or something. I don't know. Yeah, the thing that annoys so me about annoying. this kind of thing is, is uh, this is getting more and more uh, regular now with a lot of mm. companies, in particular the, the newspaper and the entertainment industry and stuff like that. Yeah, and I've just got visions that in the future there will be some kind of massive worldwide, you know, news story. Even more so than at the moment, we, we won't go into yeah. that. Uh, so let's say. Uh, Britain to self-destruct in 24 hours. You must pay to read the rest of this article. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, or like, massive news stories in the world at the moment, and they do that. Yeah, or assassination to world leader, and then that's it. That's all. That's all you get. You have to pay for the rest of it. Hmm. I I just don't get it. So companies that do that, in particular, if they already have a newspaper that is in the shops that you can buy it's monetizing for it's the sake thievery. of monetizing it it's thievery so in my eyes um but you know it's, it's almost like um it's almost like paying a delivery fee on a, a certain takeaway uh, oh. when you already spend a lot of money on it right i i <laughs> i did think about this last night when i was a bit more basically i had a pizza last night from a popular pizza shop that i said last week the most popular yes and i said last week or the week before i think it was last week that it was was the least greasy and this one was really greasy but anyway glossing over that um they charge one pound 99 delivery fee now and i'm like excuse me absolute bullshit but i suppose it's because of the rising fuel prices i'm just i'm just gonna say this now it's dominoes isn't it so What I'm most pissed off about with this whole situation on your behalf um, is I, I kind of took your rage when you announced this to us the other day and I've taken it within myself and things piss me off the most is Domino's, unless you have a voucher code, you're already spending over £50 and now you have to pay £2 extra? Get in the bin. I mean, it's a bit like... I do understand, but at the same time, I'm like, it's a bit dodgy, isn't it? Yeah, but... Um... It, the, the, fuel prices, okay. Fuel prices. Are on, let's let's not have a mass debate about Domino's, okay? Okay, Let, okay. We'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, what's my next one? Um, yeah. So, video sharing website that rhymes with. Where are you going with this? Moo. Moobs. <laughs> to to you. Ad, their ads now being so ridiculously long i wanted to watch a video that was 25 seconds the other day i got 30 seconds of adverts that i couldn't skip 
Jesus Christ. How is that a thing? I honestly don't know. Um, just really ridiculous noise. To the point where I generally am thinking about signing up for said website's premium service so I don't get adverts anymore because it just infuriates me. I was watching a video the other day that was, I think, about three and a half hours long. I got fucking adverts every 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. It's like yeah, watching it's, the TV. It's really annoying when they force you to watch two adverts when, say, you just want to watch like a music video or something, for example. Yeah. Like, Especially if you can't skip them as well. Yeah, so you've got a song stuck in your head. You go onto this popular website and then you have to sit through a minute of adverts before you get to your three-minute video. It's bullshit. So, YouTube, if you're listening, sort it out. S- sort it the fuck out, would you? My final Angry Man review segment. Like, you don't know about this one. Um, oh, God. But it's something that really annoys me. And okay. I think it kind of gives an indication as to why I'm so fat. However, pubs and restaurant chains that put cri- uh, crisps, but put chips in a cup. What the hell? Mm. What are your thoughts? Depends on the if chips. I want a plate, if I want a portion of chips, I want a portion of chips on a plate. Because then I know it's a proper portion. If you put them in a cup, you get about five. All right, Smithy. No, I think it depends <laughs> on I the want chip. two actual plates. Just plate it up as you normally would, and then at the last minute, put it on my plate. So let's get his chips that you've just served up and put them on top of mine, oh on my plate. My Got it? Genius. No, it just really winds me up. It depends on the chips, because if they're like French fries, it's quite handy to have that in like the cup. But I'm talking if you're referring to triple cooked steak style chips. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that that's actually even more inconvenient to put in a cup than it is just to put it on a plate. Because I could only fit five in a cup. I want oh, a yeah. plate of chips. I want a portion of chips. What's so difficult for them to understand that? Again, no, I agree. They, they can put the price up by a pound, but the actual amount that they're sending out is less. Yeah, but you find that uh, it's supposed to be like gastro-refined. It's bullshit, really. But... I don't want gastro-refined. I don't want people looking out for me. However, if I'm going out as a special occasion with my friends or whatever, I want to have mm. a ruddy good time. And by doing that, I want to eat chips, okay? Sort it out. Pub chains and restaurants that rhyme with mar-mister. Mar- hang on, you got... Hang on, oh, no, no. They served it to you in a, in a cup. A lot of places do. No, no, but them specifically. The, the same place where you go up and have salad and you have kids like picking their snotty noses and put it in the salad. <laughs> that place, yeah? I'm going to be really yeah. honest. I haven't been to said restaurant in many a time, but I know they have started doing it. You know what I found out the other day, my dear? Come on. <laughs> There's a OB Arbery just down the, like <laughs> about a mile away from me. A bogey marmory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though we can say the chain names, it's just more fun doing it this way. Yeah, but we've done this throughout the whole thing. I said moo yeah. moobs, and then right at the end I said, so YouTube, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's about a mile away. I didn't realise we had one. 
Oh, when I come down to visit, we'll go mm-hmm. to the um, the Obi bo- bo- Bogey Marmory. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> right, Obi. Anyway, so go ahead. let's 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 crack on with Matt Dyer's on. mass debate. Okay, MD's MD. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just bring up the uh, the file because I have. He means an actual honest. file, not what you're thinking. Don't be rude. <laughs> No, that's that's not making an appearance. Don't worry. Okay, so I want to talk about today uh, something that pretty much everyone is going to be affected by eventually, including you, Sagoma. So, electric cars versus the internal combustion engine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, Volvo, the car manufacturer did a investigational report into their carbon footprint on basically com- comparing two cars, okay? So they compare the battery electric uh, Volvo XC40 Recharge, which is the electric car, and yeah. they also looked at the XC40 internal combustion engine car. Okay? Yeah. Now, just before I go any further, mm-hmm. I have... Uh, used a lot of information from various sources. So I've used some from the official report that um, Volvo released. Um, I've also used information from the Behind the Glass podcast. Um, also off of the Rory Reid. So do you remember him? Off of Top Gear or Mop Mir? Sorry, I should say. Um, he's now Autocar. Oh, okay. And, and also uh, Shmi 150 as well find them all on YouTube. Or Moon Moob, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so these are two cars that are built on the same assembly line at the Volvo factory. Okay. So yep. essentially one is an EV or an electric vehicle and one is a normal combustion engine car. All the components are exactly the same apart from obviously the drivetrain. Um, so what we're looking at is basically how green or how much greener is the electric variant to the internal combustion engine car so is the solution in the future really because you know there's this 2030 government cutoff deadline yeah basically manufacturers are not going to be able to uh, build internal combustion engine cars anymore so is this really the solution? Bearing in mind we're now in 2022, is this the future of the motoring world? So the headline figure that we're looking at here is the XE40 combustion engine car over a lifetime. So a lifetime in the automotive industry is basically about 150,000 miles, 200,000 kilometers. Um, in the internal combustion engine car, it put out around 58 tons of CO2 emissions. So, a fair amount, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, based purely on the global current electric production, uh, what is used to facilitate it, so fossil fuels basically funding the charging point to get the car charged, 
the XC40 Recharge, which is the electric car, puts out 54 tons. So it's only four tons less than the internal combustion engine car. That doesn't seem a lot. Now, you, you would say, that's great. It's, it's less, okay? And it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's, you know, four tons is less. Let's be fair. Yeah. But the, the interesting part of this is when you dial down to the actual manufacturer production emissions rather than the actual road-going emissions. So we already know that it's so carbon-emitting to manufacture an electric car that they already start realistically at a major de deficit. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So there is what people are calling a break-even point where an electric car becomes greener than the internal combustion engine car. Okay? Yep. Here's, here's the figure, Segor. Okay? Cool. If you go on the current global electricity level and how electricity is generated, the break-even point for the electric car is 146,000 kilometers. What? So for the first 146,000 kilometers, which is 85 to 90,000 miles, an internal combustion engine car is greener and better for the environment than the electric variant of the same car. That's... 90,000 miles. That's like... That's, that's a person's use out of a car, isn't it? So, most people nowadays, because... And I'm not an... Let's be honest. I'm not an expert. I'm not an automotive yeah. industry person. Uh, this is just what I've read and what I know already. So, most people, when they buy a car now because they're, it's financed and things like that, they're realistically only keeping it for around two to three months, uh, two to three months, two to three years. Yeah. Um, in that time, you're probably doing, well, the, finance, uh, the finance and stuff is probably limited to about 10,000 miles a year. So at the most, you're probably getting 30,000 miles out of a vehicle before it then moves on to its next person who in turn will probably have the same amount of time and then so you're looking at three like, three people's uses you're out looking of at that three one. generations of car use before, before it break before it even breaks even that's insane the interesting that's thing um so what we it was also looked at is the end of life to a, to a car okay so a combustion engine car when it gets scrapped, it goes to a scrapyard. The engine potentially can be recycled, but otherwise it's oh. essentially chopped up. That's kind of the end for the vehicle. Like, yeah. You know. But with the electric car, you can't, you can't simply scrap it no. um, because you can't scrap a battery. So apparently when EVs get to the end of their life, which is, say, eight to ten years time from an, from a brand new vehicle mm. because of the because of the battery depleting over time it's like an iphone battery you know when you buy an iphone for the first time the if you go into the battery health it's like 100 percent. but after you've had it say three four years it might only be on 95 or 90 percent yeah um in health 
So the electric car has to sit for a while in order for the battery to safely deplete even more so to an acceptable level. Um, and then on top of that, you're thinking, you know, if the consumer then wants to extend the life of the car, they have to go out and buy a, a whole new battery system. But that's even more emissions. So it puts up the... Sorry, carry on. Would you not have to go to the manufacturer for that? And the manufacturer of the majority of the hybrids at the moment are where? The problem is you've, you've, you put out that 146,000 kilometers to the break-even point. But then if you then have to extend that mm. for a fresh battery and, and manufacturer levels to, to produce that battery, you could be looking easily at 200,000 miles, at 200,000 kilometers break-even. And don't forget the shipping um, emissions as well from getting the cars from the production line to the actual dealerships, um, especially is your example's Volvo, isn't it? Yeah. Where are Volvo based? Uh, Sweden, I think. And they've got to go all over the world. That's it's, that it... is high heavy emissions, and especially as even if even if they're using. Um, freight trains to get them in like across like europe for example that's still heavy heavy on the emissions exactly yeah um and my point to all this is that a huge amount of miles or kilometers has to be covered before the figures can even break even you know at the end of the day when when a battery is gone it's gone you can't you can't refurbish a battery, you know, but like with a combustion engine, if, you bat- if your engine struggles, you can actually buy reconned engines for about 500 quid. Mm. Um, I've got a question for you. Go on. To what extent do you think that owning an electric car without doing this level of research, to what extent do you believe owning an electric car in 2022 is more of a statement than like a like a social statement rather than an actual actively wanting to help the environment. That's a good question, so far. Can we can we come back to that at the end? Because I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you. Yeah. So yeah, we we'll, do jump, the, we'll jump back to that. Give you time to think we'll about the, it. Yeah, we'll do the question and answers to my masturbate at the end. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all this information is based on the current global electric usage and production. Um, So the report does go on to say that if the world was using the cleanest source of energy, which is wind power, then the break-even point is actually a lot lot less. So you're looking Mm -hmm. circa 47,000 kilometers, so about 20,000 miles-ish, which is, you know, still mileage but um, it's within one usage but a lot less yeah it's a lot less um if if globally we can produce energy from wind and use that mm. as the main source of energy then of the, it's a much quicker point in which the break even occurs but the problem is and i assume you feel the same way is we are not there yet. We are no, so not. far away. Renewable sources of energy to mass produce and 
basically energize the manufacturing industry like it's yeah definitely and it's not even just with cars if we are talking about the supply chain of after the car has even been made we're still miles and miles away from where we need to be to be enacting the change that we want to yeah i mean let's let's face it it took a global pandemic for us to help the environment by nobody using cars yeah and you could tell the difference with the satellite images like yeah you could show you really did see the difference um so fundamentally (laughs) fundamentally we are actually polluting the world more by buying electric cars new Mm. by if we go by the current figures again this is based on current data so right now it's greener it's a greener decision to buy an internal combustion engine car rather than an electric vehicle and if you are thinking about the environment a second-hand car to lower the demand of newer cars might be might be a better way to go what i think is we should all go out and buy v12 ferraris (laughs) rather than teslas because it's it actually pollutes the world less um so that that, that's the end of the of the essentially i mean the mammoth numbers of pages and information that i just did not understand yeah Um, so i have to be honest most of this information i got from listening to the podcast and watching watching the videos that i that i did um yeah to to get the figures and everything um in my honest personal opinion i still don't feel that electric is the right way to go i think that synthetic fuels that um porsche and shell I know we're looking into and, and, and developing. I think is still going to be the better option. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that elect, the, elect, the whole electric projects should be completely abandoned. Definitely not what I'm saying. Like an electric car in the city, absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. You know, um, I really want to, <laughs> you know, those Renault Twizzies, Segura? Yeah. I really want to get one of them. <laughs> But equally, following the logic that you've just said for the, from through the segment, mm. even having them in, even having an electric car in the city is going to do more detriment to the environment long term. Well, this is this is the thing. Um, you know, if I went and bought, I mean, I'm not, I don't particularly like the Vauxhall Corsa, for example. Actually, no. Let's use let's use a smart car, for example. Now, you can't buy a brand new internal combustion engine smart car anymore. Mercedes stopped doing them. Mm. You can only buy the electric variant. But let's say they did. I could go and buy a one liter smart car and it would be yeah. better for the environment at the moment than buying an electric car of the same variant. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense, does it? Um, so, so Robert, I've got a couple, couple, of, uh, couple of questions for you. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on electric cars? Taking aside this report, because there's obviously information in there you didn't know. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on electric cars and electric cars moving forward? I don't think electric is the way to go. Um, 
a pure let's just take away like everything you've spoken about let's talk about cost the cost of actually keeping an electric car going to the average person especially now that the fuel prices and prices of actual like just electric companies robbing everyone are we really going to say that it's best better for us i don't think so i think personally um they need to be looking more into like you say the use of wind power the use of water even um because i know there is some studies going on looking at um looking at sort of using using water and also vegetable oil i think that is a much better way to go than down the electric route because you're kind of robbing peter to pay paul because where are you getting where is the electric coming from it's not coming from the renewable sources anyway the where the electric is coming from is coming from the mains and where's the mains coming from fossil fuels so is it actually going to be logical to have an electric car at this point in time i don't believe so if going forward we increase the renewable um sources of electricity and you know um, we're talking you know solar wind mainly in this country at least um i think unless we actually put more investment into them and putting them into our national grid it makes no sense to have an electric car almost entirely agree with you i think that there is the... one thing though sorry sorry there's one caveat to this and that is um Cave- the caveat yeah what the hell does that mean like there's that's the point i'm making however it comes with like a like a like a start like an asterisk like that is the point i'm making however um i fully fully back hybrids and i back them because on the consumer long term it's cheaper because the fuel you put in lasts longer because it's running into the electric and then the electric is actually what powers your journey for the majority of the journey um it does make sense around like small cities and stuff. I know that. But if you're thinking, um, me, for example, my dad drove me down from the hometown to Eastleigh, where I am now. And um, as I said, it's about an hour and 45 minute journey, let's say. Um, what kind of mileage, what mileage is it about? You're asking the questions. 150, oh, 200? I'll just put it up. I'm talking about I'm talking about the mileage. Don't be dead. Thank you. Well, this is a mass debate. <laughs> it's a mass debate. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to do it at, like exact. Oh, sorry if you heard that. That was um, special guest Glenn. Um, so I'm going to do from my actual parents' address, which I will obviously not be reading out. Uh, Seventy-three miles. Hey. Yeah, but don't forget, it's because they put the new bypass into the M1. This is true. This is true. Because they put that in, it's cut a, like it's cut a 20, 20 minutes off the journey or something. It's it's insane. Anyway, seventy three miles. Yep. Eighty percent of that journey was done on his electric engine, and the only times effectively is because you've got to go on the M twenty five. You've got to go through sort of a mini part of townships either side. It's it kind of the M25 is obviously the biggest car park in the UK, but <laughs> it's, it to do eighty percent electric on that journey 
in a hybrid, I think is very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. What was your next question for me? Um, well, simply, um, we, we covered it really. Thoughts on EVs being the future of motoring. We covered it. Uh, thoughts on the article, Sagoro? I think the article is very good. And um, it's an I eye think, opener, isn't it? I think it's the type of information that you wouldn't see in the mainstream. Yeah. I think what we have to do as well is get a massive, massive amount of credit to Volvo because what they've essentially done is said, you can buy our electric cars more expensive than our internal combustion engine cars, but I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Basically, yeah. You know, you no, no other manufacturer would put out a report like this, would they? So No. You couldn't big. see the Toyotas who've been doing hybrids for years and looking into new hybrid options. You wouldn't see them do it. A big, big kudos to yeah. to, to to Volvo because that this it's a really good and it takes a while to read, but it's very interesting read. So I will for anyone that is interested. I can't imagine there'd be many, but in case you are, I will put the link to the report and investigation done by Volvo in the description of this podcast. So by all means, go and have a read because it is fascinating to, mm. to read, even, even if you're not a, a, a interesting cars or anything, it's, it's definitely, definitely a good read. Okay. That's good. Um, and now back to my question. Mm. What was do your you question? Believe, <laughs> to what, yeah, but to what extent do you think now after, after you've read that article and everything, um, what extent do you think that having an electric car in 2022 is more of a social statement um, than actually helping the environment or want to help the environment? It's a very good question. Hand on heart, for my next car, I will be buying an internal combustion engine car. I would yeah. not be going to buy an electric car. A, because electric cars are so much more expensive. Mm. Um, B, at the moment, like, don't take this the wrong way, people. I don't, I'm not interested in buying an electric car, like internal combustion for me, despite the cost of fuel at the moment, is still the way I want to go. Um, I, it always, it, it kind of started, didn't it, with the, the Toyota Prius back yeah. in, was it 2004, 2003, 2000? Yes. Prius came it. along. And at the time, it was everyone just laughed about it. Like it's not a good-looking car, you know. People thought Toyota, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, you know, fast forward into like 2010 forward. You know, then Tesla comes up with the Model S. Um, if if I had to go and buy an electric car, there's only two at the moment I would go and buy. I would, what would buy they be? a Renault Twizy. For driving around town, that you know the one one seater, like doesn't even have doors, type yeah. thing, because to and from work that would be fantastic. Um, and if I had the money, I probably would buy a Tesla. Yeah. Um, uh, not necessarily because of it being electric, but just the the quirkiness of the car. You know, the massive screen, everything's touchscreen. It has all these driver experiences. You can play games when you're not driving anywhere. Um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a multimedia tool really, other than a car. 
Yeah. Um, I think more and more companies are, if they, you know, dish out like company cars, they're tending to be more electric than, you know, like a BMW M5 or something. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a, a, a social, um, what was it you said? It's a social statement. I don't think it's a statement because, you know, the government, for well, not just the government, but everyone, the automotive industries and stuff like that, have all said that electric cars are, re- are fantastic for the environment. So the consumer, it's like anything, the consumer will then go off of what these people have been saying. So they, they'll be none the wiser that, you know, it costs so much in emissions to even build the car. You know, if I went and talked to someone in the street about this crossover period of, what was it? I can't even remember what it was. 146,000 kilometers. Yeah. They'll be like, what? You know, they just think they drive it off the forecourt. They've instantly saved the planet. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not calling people thick, but that is definitely not what I'm doing. But that's when we've been taught. There's a difference between being thick and being oblivious. And I think if you are genuine about wanting to help the environment, you should be taking it as serious as you would take it like you're working in your job. You should research it. You should find out which cars are doing least emissions, um, but just don't take it from your driving experience take it from production through to end of life. One, one more issue with the electric car, which I still find, which is not really related, but I wouldn't go and buy an electric car at the moment because the range of the batteries is still relatively poor. You know, if I want to go and yeah. see my family in Bexhill, probably going to have to charge up in the middle of it. I so don't what I'm saying that. is, for the time being, a hybrid car with both electric and um you know, actual fuel is probably the best thing at this point in time from a consumer's perspective in terms of cost and in terms of helping the environment. Yeah, or if you have a lot of money, go out and buy a turbocharged V8, preferably from McLaren. Because, you know, fantastic. Well, actually, if you've got a lot of money, um, what you need to do is uh, invest in a wind farm. And from that wind farm, charge up your electric, your complete electric engine. And then and, you're completely carbon neutral free. Yeah. And, you know, actually, I've, while you were talking, I actually had this idea. What they should do is they should make a car that when it's parked, you can put a, put a little uh, mini wind turbine, charge the engine <laughs> as it's parked. A little solar panel on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So my antics have saved. We've saved the planet. You're welcome, everyone. Well, it's now time to visit our friend Sam Cropper in a new, well, not sure if it's a section, but it's, it's a new thing. Um, and we will entitle it Conspiracy Theories with Sir Cropper. <laughs> yes, thank you about that. So as uh, those of you on our Instagram are aware, I did post a question to you all about what conspiracy theories you, you believed in. Um, and a lot of you did come back to us. Um, yeah, Madara, there's a lot there that you're going to be very interested by. Oh, go on. Here we go. By interested, by interested, I mean probably pissed off, but we're going to move on. Well, we'll see. 
some of them I got back were around the royal family. Okay. And the obvious conspiracy theory surrounding the monarchy in the UK uh, is around the Queen Elizabeth II um, and Princess Diana mm. saying that there was a hit ordered on Diana, who is, uh, for those of you that potentially don't know the British monarchy, um, Princess Diana was the daughter-in-law of the Queen of England, who unfortunately passed away whilst in a tunnel, wasn't it, Madha? It was a tunnel in Paris, wasn't it? She was being mm. uh, pursued, should we say, by the tabloids um, yes. and the media. And um, what was the circumstances? They just, they just lose control, or the driver lost control of the vehicle, and it just... Yeah, I believe that's what was reported. However, people are saying because there's no, they went into a location where the CCTV footage was was not working, or there was a gap that there was a hit ordered, and that was where the hit happened. Um, and then uh, Prince Charles went on and married uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking of It's not even funny, but I'm just thinking of Gavin and Stacey with Pam's. <laughs> When Prince Charles married the love of his life, Camilla Parker Bowles. Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's the, the obvious conspiracy theory. However, there are a considerable about, amount more. Um, Here we go. And this is what's going to piss you off. And mm. again, when I saw a couple of these theories come in, I did do like a bit of research, but then I had to stop because I was getting too pissed off slash laughing about it um <laughs> so i'm gonna start off with aliens right i think this is probably the least controversial one aliens um yeah yeah, yeah so aliens um obviously it we would be stupid to think there isn't other life forms in the universe however the dispute is whether or not they've actually visited us um like we don't know about them at the moment so how would they know about us um, but everyone, there is, I say everyone, but there is a large faction of the population of the world that truly, truly believe that aliens have visited us multiple times and it has been covered up. But one of the theories is, and uh, is that they have infiltrated our society and have um, taken over certain world leaders at certain times and like in place of them. The Queen is unfortunately the Queen. They believe that the Queen is unfortunately been taken over by an alien. So the Queen's been replaced. So the Queen's been replaced by an alien. That is a, that is one conspiracy theory. Um, you know, they they suggest that the the evidence to support it is that. Okay, there's like been videos where she's. Um, I say this in air quotes, glitched. Uh, so she's gone from being happy and jovial, and all of a sudden just been stern and and just straight faced for a second, and just stopped what stopped doing anything, and then she's like gone back to being animated. In reality, and I'll just say this, people are tiring as fuck. So if I'm at an event and I'm having to put on a fake laugh, you can bet your bottom fucking dollar. My my face is dropping 
And then I'll jump back into a smiley, happy face. Yeah, brave. The next one is... So, as we know, the Queen has aged very, very well. Very, very well. She's a For... true leader of this country, Togoba. She is. She is. She is a national treasure, and there is a reason why we are, are so passionate about our uh, monarchy in this country. However, that does not stop the conspiracy theories. One of the theories is that she has not as she's aged as well as she has due to the fact that she is a lizard person. For fuck's sake. And the evidence for this that you'll find everywhere is that um, there's a event that she attended and there's cameras on her and she turns her head and one of her eyes is extremely bloodshot and is completely like all black and they believe that's a lizard eye uh in reality you know anything it's a bloodshot that. Eye. yeah it's a bloodshot eye but but what is wrong right okay Look, i'm this, not gonna rage is... no i'm not gonna rage carry on the uh other theory around why she hasn't aged is um It's because she's a cannibal. I'm sorry? People believe that to stop her aging as much, she has eaten humans. I can't even get angry. I'm just so, like, what? Okay, I'm just I'm gonna... sat here. Carry on. Carry on, Sir I'm going to try and um, explain this because what they what the people have done for this theory is they've taken um, science and biohacking science and then twisted it to support Sorry, a hacking claim. science. A biohacking science. What is that? Biohacking is yeah. um, is you learn about yourself on a cellular level. And then you do things and take supplements um, to influence your um, your body. So aging, for example, Russell Kane, um, he's, what, 47 or something now? He's been biohacking for years, and he genuinely looks like he's in his 30s. Um, so basically what he does, Russell Kane, this is, he, um, he learned about... Uh, there's these cells in our body which as we age we basically delete old cells and replace them with new ones okay so that's effectively in the most basic terms i can put it that's what we do however some of the old cells still live in our system in our bodies and we don't completely um take on the information from the old cells and we create new information basically which is why we wrinkle, which is why we, um, yeah, age, look like we're aging. But what he does is he takes a supplement to help get rid of the old cells. And he does, um, he changed his diet to help use the new cells to eat the old cells in our body, in his body, to keep himself looking younger, which is working for him. That's basically what I can do. However... Back to the conspiracy theory, they believe that she, by her eating all these people, he, that she is getting 
their good cells and is eating her old cells. Um, yeah, so it's not as like straightforward as that, but that is basically what the theory is and the science behind the theory. Um, I think it's complete bollocks because you see, you've seen the queen eating things that aren't, you know, humans. Um, yeah, I, I've, yeah. But the the other thing with this theory is um, there have been a there have been reports of bones found in Buckingham Palace, as in like buried bones in Buckingham Palace. Bye. And I will say the only thing I want to say on this before I even like talk about it is um, Buckingham Palace has been around for generations, hasn't it? It's not as if it was just created. It's not like before. it's been here five minutes ago. Yeah, um, and yeah, no, like no, <laughs> just. Shall we? Like... Shall we move on away from the Queen, Sagora? <laughs> There's only one more on the Queen, and that's um, people think she's dead. What? People think that she died uh, in autumn of last year. Sorry, what? I just. People believe that her Christmas message was a deep fake. That someone basically put on a green screen mask and well, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Queen pre-records the Christmas message in advance anyway. People don't seriously think that's live, do they? No, no, but they expect that they think that she's doing it in December, before Christmas, obviously, but December. But they think that they that she died before they got the Christmas message out there. Right. So they had can, to. Put can in I just say, when on. the when Queen decides she's had enough time the best planet hmm. the day that happens is going to be one of the most saddest days known oh god yeah oh like, god yeah it's there's gonna what is it like five days of national mourning you know if we ever see the words hmm. london bridges down which is yeah. the code word yeah like <sighs> it's bear in be... mind this woman ruled the commonwealth and the commonwealth had or has 53 countries in it. She is Didn't she the sovereign leader. She, she became queen. When was she? Like 19, was it? Yes, she did. She's given her whole life, not just to the UK, but to the yeah. Commonwealth. She is a sovereign, she's a sovereign leader of, the, of 53 countries. Yeah. So I, can I just say as well, like whether or not you think the monarchy is a good idea still in 2014 or not, Mm. Let's just have some respect for her because she yeah. has she has given she has given her life to yeah. this country, and I think the least we can do is have a you know have a little decency, a bit of respect. Yeah, hundred percent agree, hundred percent agree. And I, I think you know in this country we're quite proud of our leaders. Is it not leaders like leader as in like king queen, you know whoever it may be at, at, right at the top. Yeah. Um, and you know, we put obviously put her on the back of um, coins, uh, notes, our actual physical money. Um, but also, I I get a little bit of uh, pride from my country every time that I lick the back of her head and put uh, <laughs> on a stamp in the corner, send a letter. I I thought you were going to say when we sing the national anthem or we hear, you know, patriotic anthems, shall we say, like like. God save the Queen, or Rule Britannia, and when you like see that. her, 
when you see her at actual events and things like and do you think i need to go and lick the back of her head i don't what i actually think is this woman is over 90 years old and she is getting out of bed she is going to events she is showing her face in public she is actually not retiring why the hell am i not getting up and doing something with my day and that is all we've got time for this week well you say that so good before we go matt dyer has an apology to make to all the listeners okay i was not aware of okay you may remember that in a recent podcast episode i basically said that it was acceptable to leave your child on the platform and not to call the emergency alarm yeah, on a train. I remember this, and I was very upset at the time. Well, it, it appears not just you, Sarah, but I have had an abundance of, I don't even know if that's the right word, of yeah. messages from people that listen to this podcast. And it's fair to say they're not happy with me. <laughs> so... To anybody that I may have offended with my remarks, Matt Dyer apologises. It will not happen again. Good, I accept your apology. Anyway, that really is all the time we've got. <laughs> yes, as always, thank you so much for listening. Um, and if you cannot wait until next week to get your Sam Antics fix, here's Matt with how you can get it. Well, you can visit our... Um, uh, Instagram, which is at Salma Antics. Visit our TikTok, which is at Salma Antics. You can go to our Facebook page, which is the Salma Antics Podcast. Or you can send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. Indeed, you can. And all that's left to say is it's we'll Formula you. One time. <laughs> we will chat you next week, and we are signing off to watch the F1. See you later. Bye. It lights out. Away we go.